Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What's up? It's your boy, Louis J. Gomez. Welcome to the Yo! MMA Rap. That's your other boy, Dave Smith. What's yeah, up? Yeah, boy. It's good to be back. Uh, my, our fucking team. Natalie's not here today. She's on vacation. Fucking touring Iceland or some other lesbianic country. That's what I imagine. Is she touring Iceland? Oh, no. That was just an example of a lesbian trip. That's a really lesbian trip. Yeah, that was we're going to go to Iceland in the yeah. winter. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Uh, no, but we are our team. We have Dylan and Coop, who are like fucking the, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum, the fucking Bash Brothers. They didn't give us any notes for the show. Victor, are you are you here? I am here, and I did send a rundown. I have no notes. I have no, they just handed me a, a notepad with a bunch of scribble and scratch on it and a pen, and that's fine. That's kind of weird. So, so today we're going to talk about Derek Gaines. Can you guys even hear me, by the way? Who's doodling the name Derek Gaines? It better be Derek Gaines. If it's one of you, you're fucking fired. And I mean this. It's the gayest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Lewis, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, just double checking because it's a little weird today, like we said. I don't know what's going on with the team. Uh, you know, I, I, I would love to take the moment and shout out Yo Kratom, but I feel like they don't want to be a part of an intro to a show like this. We're bringing them down. Yeah. I will give They've got- them $60 and a kilo. They have high grade kratom, and we're giving them middle grade at best right now. God damn it, God damn it, dude! This is this is a uh, this is an eighty dollar kilo of kratom type of show right now. Yeah, it's not a good deal. It's not a good deal for anyone. Thank you, Dylan. Finally, Dylan's that fucking kratom's probably not even lab tested. Printing everything out. The kratom uh, at yokratom.com is lab tested, by the way. Shout out to yokratom.com, home of the sixty dollar kilo, maybe even a fifty dollar kilo during the holiday season. Who knows where they're at right now? I see them posted different things. And also, shout out to yokratom for supporting Skankfest, which we did announce today will be happening September 29th through October first at Notoriety in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yokratom, the marquee sponsors, once again coming back for a third year in a row. Without them, Skankfest would not be possible. So support. Uh, if you weren't there uh, this last year, we kind of had to go back. We just had to go back. It was yeah. such a great fucking time. Such a perfect, perfect place for Skankfest. The city, the venue, the vibe, everything. And um, yeah, I think there's a lot of room to make it an even better experience. So yeah, you guys We've never done love it. Well, Dylan, why do we not have notes yet? I am just vamping for these notes right now. I, I mean, I'm going into a whole speech this right our, now. This uh, is our first time doing back-to-back Skankfests in the same location since the original New York Skankfest. Like, Skankfest, you know what I mean? And, like, this is, like, the first other location where we've gone back again the second yes, year in a row. That is so true. So that's, that's pretty cool. And they, they deserved do. it. It really was everyone who came out there. It was, like, this weird feeling. Like, it was like, oh, Skankfest always belonged here. Yeah. Like, it was always I was supposed to be here. I was rooting for Reno, but I'm happy you guys are happy. Vic, are you, you going to come to Skankfest this year instead of being a pussy? Yeah, I'll come this year. I feel invited this time. Yeah, you are. You've been invited. Uh, Vic, thank come, you, Coop. Please come as my personal guest. You know what? Thanks, Dave. For sure, I'm coming now. Incredible nice. show planned today. Uh, we're talking UFC Orlando this past weekend. Ooh. Uh, 
What a uh, what a card! Yeah, it was a, what an a, event! Incredible uh, main event: Thompson versus Holland, fight of the year candidate. We'll talk about that. Lots of other stuff happening in the world of mixed martial arts. A little bit of scandalous stuff. Some other stuff happening with Connor. Some other stuff happening with fucking the Triangle of Truth. Lots of stuff happening today. But Dave, I bought you a housewarming gift for you and your wife. Oh, did you? Well, the bottle of whiskey, I already finished it. This was a different housewarming finished gift. Finished it by the next afternoon. That wasn't a housewarming gift. That was a... I want to drink good whiskey, and I'm coming over to Dave's. So mm. you presented me with a bottle and then went, so we opening this thing or what? Well, if you go to somebody's house, I think you should not show up empty-handed. Almost any time. I agree. Almost any time. It's a good rule of thumb Something. It's not nothing crazy. You, you, you know, and look, I did buy you a fucking $90 bottle of whiskey. You don't have to go that far. If I would have showed up with just a bottle of wine, that would have been fine, right? Sure. Um... But I feel like I wouldn't have been as happy when you go over somebody's house. You should show up with a little bit of a gift, just something, some fucking cookies, some donuts, some bagels, a bottle of wine, whatever else it is. That wasn't your housewarming gift. That was me showing up gifts in hand, showing you that I'm not just coming to take. I'm coming to also give. Okay. okay. You announced it as our housewarming gift. That's why I assumed it was. No, no, no. no. I said uh, I was just going housewarming, <laughs> housewarming. And then I said, here's a gift. I just, that's what I do when I come into somebody's home. Okay. <laughs> so your housewarming gifts. Here, Dave. For your wife, for that bottle of wine that I got her, because I watched this poor woman. Dave, and Dave likes it. Dave likes a woman who's got to fucking get her shoulder into opening some shit right in front of him. He's like, that's my girl. That's my babe. That's right. I liked it. But I was like, no, not, not gotta my- Got to keep her honest. Not my good friend, Lauren. I did not like watching her have to fucking really put all that shoulder work into opening that I don't like how line. you're like trying to deball me now no. by doing this. He goes, tell Lauren this is I think she, I think it's about time she has a good life, that woman. <laughs> Only I can provide it for her. Right here, it is an oh, electric wow. She's going to very much set. appreciate that. Look at this. It's got it all. This, I, I, and there is a, uh, there's a, one of the reasons I bought this house, I love it. There's a bar in the house, which I love. Love it. There's like a built-in fucking bar, which I've love stocked it. up quite nicely. And that's a great little piece to be on the bar. Love it. There you go. Thank and you, it's, a, it's electric. It's fun. The, is... the, way, the way that it opens a bottle of wine is a lot of fun. That is very thoughtful. Thank you yeah. very much. I re- so genuinely mean that. That's, that's a very, very nice present. This better not be a copy of Mein Kampf. What did you get me? A copy of Mein Kampf! Oh, no. <laughs> what? No, this is a great book Oh, this is the I book you were read. telling me about. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Thank just, you. Um, Ooh. You, oh, you just came so close to just spilling a beer into my That's lap. That's what a Rich Dad would have done. <laughs> oh, thank you very but much. But it, uh, it's, it's a great little book where uh, this guy just talks about he had two dads it's in his It's written by an Asian. Yes, it is an Asian. They're very ah, smart. You never mentioned that. But he, he you know, just wow. talks about, essentially it's... um how he was taught about money from his friend's father who had money. And it's just, uh, I think, a very I interesting- had, I had heard of the book, and you were telling yeah. me about it uh, last week. Yeah, yeah and you're in, a, you're in an interesting position in your life. You're starting to grow and fucking invest into your life, and you bought a house, and you have this amazing family. So uh, I did get a lot out of yeah. that book. So I Chapter think one, do not buy a house. It literally is. Actually, goes, there's a chapter in there which it specifically If you talks bought about, a house, <laughs> do not fun. continue reading this book. <laughs> we cannot help you. <laughs> Um, very so, yeah. adult way to open the show today. I feel like that we're was, very, this is very civilized nice. and adult. Like, well, let me tell you something. If you would have seen me yesterday, if I would have tried to open the show yesterday, it would have been me just spraying diarrhea shit all over the walls. There we go. Took it to, the, hope, took it to you, the lowest ebb. Are you contagious? <gasps> really have some gas Hey guys, can we can we take a quick pause? <laughs> I gotta go spray the walls. <laughs> No, dude, I had a stomach thing. I vomited on Friday night. Then I was good. Then I was good. Friday night happened. I was in McHenry, Illinois, 
And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, w- I was really fucked up. Um, I slept all day on Sunday or on Saturday. Did my show on Saturday night. Felt a lot better. Had great energy. I was like, good, I'm back. Came home Sunday. I was like, you know what I need? I need a Shake Shack milkshake. That's what I need. And I got a Shake Shack burger. I got a Shake Shack milkshake. Well, they won't deliver just the milkshake. Doggy. Well, they will. Um, they, dude, I, I've never, I've never had diarrhea. I don't think. I mean, I think I've had diarrhea. Like I've had just like a, uh, I sit down and I go, you spray it out. Like diarrhea done, peace. And it's never beyond that. You know, it's actually a little bit enjoyable. Diarrhea, when it's the way that I've had it in my life, has been a pleasure. <laughs> I almost welcome it. I, it's easier. It just you spray it out. It just, let's like a. It's like I imagine uh. how a woman feels to pee. It's very satisfying. Right. No, I think all of that's wrong. You dab your asshole. It's just a little bit of yellow liquid. Done. Done. And then you're uh, out. Too much details. Sorry, much Vic. Details. Do you, but why do you have to take the toilet paper and then touch it to your lips? I didn't understand. No, that no, no, that was my asshole. Or you dab your asshole first and then you just do like no, your no, no, lipstick. like it was. No, I'm saying that my <laughs> asshole is. I know. I got it. Like I was mm, doing the thing. Mm, mm. Okay. Um, no, this was like you had a stomach thing. Like this was. I did not sleep last night. I'm on zero sleep right now. And yet another night, in the past week, there's been two nights that I have not been sleeping because of stomach issues. Last night, every hour on the hour, I got up, I sprayed shit into the toilet bowl. It was, I mean, Dave, I couldn't fall asleep. I was just holding my stomach, rocking back and forth. I could smell the diarrhea. That was keeping me awake. It was a whole to-do. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Yeah, I had, we like, a year and a half ago, I got my whole family, we got like a stomach bug. And it was the, my wife, this was before my son was born, but my wife and my daughter both got it. And I was just like, oh, I lucked out. Like I didn't fucking catch it. It was like two days after they had it and they were all like getting better. And I was literally, I was just playing with my daughter in the living room, my old place. And I just felt something in my stomach go like, and it was like, didn't even feel that bad. But it was like something that was weird. It's yeah. not like a f- normal feeling you have. And then like about thirty, it's seconds almost enjoyable. Later, like thirty seconds. That, that no, no, grumbling no. you're talking about, you're almost like, okay. It, it was it was not that bad. And then like thirty Is seconds later, there a toy later, train like, going on in my tum tum? I was like, I think I have to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom, and like I've I've never had anything like it in my life before. Like it wasn't, it was. It wasn't like a water faucet. Like it was a fire hose. Like the blacks were protesting for their civil rights, yeah. and we had to take them out. Yeah, of course. And it was—I couldn't believe this much came out of me. Like I couldn't. It—it it, it felt like if my whole body was filled with liquid shit, more yeah. than that came out. Yeah, of, of course. Me. Of it course. It was just in, insane. Yeah. And then it was like five oh. rounds of that. Terrible. By I've, the, I've by never the end, you that. can't even believe it. I've never experienced. Just nonstop throughout Until the night, now. just keep on going over and over and over. Again. A lot of shows jump right into the MMA, but we give them a little no. something. We're sexy. We keep mm. a, something this, you want to talk the, about. The pre-show banter. Yeah, a lot of people right. like that. T- they, Ten minutes of diarrhea. Eleven nice. minutes, Vic. Yeah. That's the name of this week's episode. Eleven minutes of diarrhea. <laughs> will you survive? Who will survive? What song is that? Who will survive? Who will survive? Gloria Gaynor. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It does tickle me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Who will survive? Come on, guys. Can you give me a little more? Really? No one? Give me a little more. If I give you any Mortal more. Mortal Kombat? Shut up. If I give you any more, Thriller? you're going to. Who will survive? If I give you any more, you'll know the song. 
I mean, I could do the music. Who will survive? <laughs> no one knows the song you're talking about. Let's see. Anyone in the anyone in the racist live chat? Let's see. Anyone in the racist live chat? Who will survive? Bon Jovi? No, dude. I can't believe Dave. I can I say this? I know you know this song one hundred percent. Okay. Well, you're doing a shit job explaining. No, I'm it. I, I'm nailing that part. Who will survive? All right, dude. We've done this long enough. Can we get back to diarrhea whoa, or MMA? Whoa, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Time okay. to right, dude, that's such a rip. Pump it up. Pump, pump it, it up. Whoa. Turn it on right now. I'll, t- I'll take off the monetization on this. Uh, Men on a Mission. Men on a Mission. Men on a Mission. Did they, they, that was their whole song? No. Oh, no, no, no. They, but they remember. I think they, they all have little their... raps. Yeah. Uh, they had little breakdowns where it's like. Uh, It'll be like, uh, and the big boss man is here for justice and the truth. And it was like, he was still in character. Like, that was a thing where he pretended that he was a real cop. <laughs> and then the Undertaker came. It's like, I am the Undertaker. I'm from parts unknown. And I'm rapping like a fag. I'm kind of a dead man. But at the same time, I can always cut a promo <laughs> when need be. Put the song on, the WrestleMania song. You guys know the song. Oh. What is going on in the booth? How, how is our booth so slow to fucking move? What's going on? One of you guys are losing your jobs today. Ooh, Russian roulette. I like Who gets it. fired? One of these guys, Coop or Dylan. All right, here's how it works. You're going to play Russian roulette. Whoever gets shot in the head is fired. <laughs> Who will survive? Are right, you playing Russian roulette. Here's the catch. Every, there's eight bullets in this gun. <laughs> we have all live rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? It's not much different than going. I mean, second. in the racist live chat, they're pulling it up. It's crazy. Just put, you know, from now on, I don't even want the booth. I want the I want the racist live chat to be the fucking producers. And then when they pull stuff up and faster than you guys can, simply just click on it, and we'll play that. Because why wouldn't we? There, there we go. Right. Yeah, they just want to make sure the audible levels were perfect. It's not a three. It's time for WrestleMania mania. Pump it up, pump it up. It's nine to three, it's time for WrestleMania mania. Who just like that? Just like that. Look at what you've got now. Cause Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm gonna show you how to get beat up. Tatanka sees it. I love Tatanka. You were a big Tatanka. I was. Until he turned. And be a law enforcement officer. What? Kneel on black people's necks. Well, who will survive? Come on, guys. Who will survive? Have you ever seen the big boss man and Akeem, along with Slick, the manager, on Arsenio? No, I haven't. No, I don't. By the way, can you just before let's let's play that. Let's pull that up and play that. I would say, Lewis, you gave. The most impossible to guess the song clue. Just like that. Who just like that? If you just went, who will survive? Who will survive? Oh, you're doing uh, the WrestleMania theme song from 1993, obviously. Who will survive? I I Googled who will survive song. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive popped up. That's the first thing. It's a good song. That's not what I was going for, Vic. That's a different song, obviously. Louis, first you were afraid... Then you were petrified, and now you're thinking you could live without 
Dave by your side. I spent oh so many nights thinking how he did me wrong. And then I grew strong. I learned how to get along. Now so, you're back. Now that's, when got, that's when I got Chris Tinkle well, on the Hammer Fisting Podcast. Yeah. Remember? Things that's go. what I sang to Dave as we kicked him off the Hammer Fisting Podcast, Vic. Yep. And then your life, both personally and professionally, took a real nosedive for a few years. Um, but you're back. You're back, bro. Okay, look. You're unshadow banned on Twitter, I'm sure. Dude. Maybe. I don't even know anymore. Um, my stomach keeps on going back and forth from being like feeling like I'm feeling good to being like, why did I just eat that half a sandwich just now? Uh, yeah, I've been smoking. I'm surprised you transitioned to your stomach and not MMA. <laughs> yeah, we're good. No, we're going back to diarrhea talk. No, no, no. Eleven right, more minutes. We'll, we'll, right, we'll go to MMA. Fine. UFC Orlando, Ando, Ando, Ando. Great event. It was a great event. Um. Uh, I mean, look. There's, there's, uh, there was a lot. There was a huge card, actually. A lot of fights on the card. Mm-hmm. A lot of big names on the undercard as well. Michael Johnson with a win. Clay Guida with a win. A lot of like journeymen with big wins over newer guys, right? Um, Angela Hill got a win. Um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty action-packed undercard. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, what everyone's talking about. Um, first thing we got to talk about is a uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Um, tied to Yava- tied to Avasa. Holy knockout. shit! That was fucking a nasty, nasty knockout. And, and look, dude, look, Ty's a fucking beast, right? Um, but I don't think anybody really saw Ty to Avasa getting fucking put out in the first round by Sergey Pavlovich, right? And it's the way he did it that he just kind of like overpowered him, like Ty to Avasa. No one ever just fucking does this to him. Yeah. But Ty just got knocked out, right? He got knocked out. Was it by Derek gone. Lewis or by gone? gone? You're right. Yeah, yeah. He just got knocked out by gone. How fast was that turnaround? That was kind of a fast uh, turnaround. No? I mean, not like insane, but it was only like what three months ago or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's about when you get knocked out as a heavyweight, you get your lights fucking put out, you know. And he took a lot. July thirtieth was that fight, by the way. Okay, so that's Derek Lewis. So that's more. That's actually not that fast at all. With July. August, September, and what are you going to do? You're fighting heavyweights in the UFC. Months. That's what they do. They knock yeah. you the fuck out. You know? and, and, but he also took a lot of damage in that fight. But look, whatever. I don't. Th- this wasn't a fight where it was like, look, he just got caught by a fucking really heavy puncher, and that was that. But uh, yeah, that's that's the new like really exciting knockout artist in the heavyweight division now. Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, yeah. Good for uh, good for Sergey. I mean, it's great for the UFC. They have a new contender that appears. Um, you know, I um definitely was rooting for Ty Tuivasa. He's just a fun fan favorite yeah. guy. You know, um always like watching him win. Uh, other big uh win: Rafael dos Anjos defeats Brian Barberena via second round rear naked choke. Um, dude, Rafael dos Anjos is a fucking monster still, dude. He's just—is he ever not good? No, he's excellent, man. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, he fucking. He's got crazy strike and crazy submissions. Did he call out Connor after this? Oh, I didn't see he the did. interview. He did, yeah. He, I, I mean, look, no offense to Rafael Dos Anjos. I don't see Connor McGregor wanting to fight Rafael. There's literally zero chance that Connor's taking that fight. And if you remember, that fight was actually the fight that was supposed to happen. Yeah. For Connor Nate Diaz, the original Connor Nate Diaz, was because Rafael Dos Anjos got injured. Um, the truth is that RDA is a really tough matchup for conor mcgregor a very very tough fight for not a big upside for conor to take it it's not like a big it's one of the smallest fights he could take 
in terms of like how much money it's going to make and one of the riskier fights. Look, Rafael Dos Anjos has only ever lost to like the absolute top tier fighters. Like he lost to Leon Edwards. Um, he lost to Tony Ferguson when Tony Ferguson was on top of his game. Mm. He lost to um, Colby. Like that's the guys he loses to. Uh, yeah. Other guys, whenever he fights anyone else, he looks like he looked here. He looks incredible. Now I don't know how old he is now, but he still looks like excellent. He still looks great. I, I mean, look, you know, Connor and him are both older. It's a fight actually that would make Isn't sense crazy? technically. But just Connor is such a massive, massive star. It doesn't seem like Connor's trying to fucking get up for anybody, but huge, huge fights. It's an interesting thing, though, thinking about that, how that's how the Diaz fight happened. We were like, oh, if things just go a little different, what ends up happening? You know what I mean? Like, if those two just ended up fighting, it's quite possible that Dos Anjos just beat up Connor McGregor in that fight, and then fucking that changes kind of everything about yeah. where things go. Very interesting, and, you know, right? It's like, uh, who knows? Coop? Yeah, so I actually got RDA's age. He's 38 years old. All right. 38, yeah. I mean, look, how old is Connor now at this point? 35? I don't know. How old is Something Connor? like that? Yeah, they're both getting up there. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just not enough upside and too many ways for Rafael Dos Anjos to win, to be honest with you. He's too good on the ground. Um, he's a really good striker. Like, I, I mean, it's he's got just, excellent cardio. Yeah, it's too, just going to so be, be there really good. Kicks. It's a fuck of a fight for Connor. And he's right? got really good leg kicks and shit. Too. I probably would still pick Connor in the fight. Weirdly, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I've thirty four. By the way, I've seen Connor be the big, you know, the fucking just the big show for so long. Maybe it's kind of hard to pick against him when you get a guy that's not the big show. Yeah, quote unquote. Um, Who do you have, Connor or the big show? Ooh, big show. Big show. All day. For sure. All Jokes day, every day. Connor, easy. Um, I mean, dude, it's the fucking Andre the Giant's lineage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, Andre sure. the Giant went 30 years of being defeated. Come on. Uh, Steven, and even after that, there was controversy. Steven Wonderboy Thompson defeats Kevin Holland. Uh, amazing fight. Fourth round TKO, corner stoppage. Um, you know, Kevin Holland came out to fucking make a really fun, exciting fight. Stephen Thompson came out to fucking finish the fight, right? Which Stephen Thompson will coast sometimes, right? And and especially when he's got, um, you know, a, a striking advantage and um, it's a fight where there's a lot of striking. Um, you know, I, I think that you saw Stephen go in there and he really fucking was bringing the fight to him. It was, it just seemed like, uh, I don't know, whatever. It, it seemed like both of them came to bring a fun fight for the fans. My sure. problem though is just that Kevin Holland... I mean, you got to fucking win. You got to come out and you got to win these big fights. Kevin Holland seems to enjoy fighting, right? And he wants to be in these these fun fights and he wants to have these moments, right? Um, but he hasn't been winning any of these big, big fights. Well, he's got... It's kind of a tough thing. Like, he got his last fight, last minute notice, switches up, gets the toughest grappler in the fucking division and just gets fucking ragdolled and choked out. Now this fight, then he's got to fight one of the you know this crazy karate style fucking fighting, which is tough too. And he was fighting, you know, look, Stephen Thompson just looked really good in the fucking fight, and Kevin Holland had a tough time dealing with that crazy style. And he was doing this thing early in the fight where he's kind of like wild, like he was like he was trying to walk him down, and so he's he's walking him down, but Wonder Boy is very hard to cut off. And so he was doing the thing where he's like kind of leaping in and Wonder Boy just started timing it and fucking like picking him apart. He did land that one really good shot on Wonder Boy. I think it was in the first round. You remember, Lewis, he kind of hit him like on the forehead yeah. area, the really good overhand right and it seemed to have him hurt. 
but dude, toward the end, after he really like he really got fucked up. I think it was in the third round, and he was hurt and tired in the in the fourth round. And man, what an awful place! You know when they're like, you know, uh, they'll say like in boxing, like don't stand on the end of his punches. Like you don't want to be right in range where a guy's like can tee off on you with like maximum force. Yeah. And dude, just standing on the edge of Steven Thompson's punches and kicks. Yeah. Well, he's just like teeing off on you and he's just throwing like you're just getting hit with like fucking spinning back kicks and fucking all time. It was he took a lot of fucking crazy yeah. shots in that and fight. And look, fight of the night, $50,000 bonus. It's all fine and dandy, you know. Just you're you're talking about like longevity in your career. You know, he just had that weird moment after. I mean, because he, he was thoroughly embarrassed by by Hamza Shemaev. Which everybody is, right? Everybody is. You know, Except Gilbert Burns. He took the show. He took the fight short notice. And yeah. Nate Diaz. Um, he took the fight short Nate notice. Nate Diaz won no, dominantly. Won. So he took the fight short notice, and he, um, you know, that could almost be looked at as like whatever. We won't really count it in a weird way, but it does. Like you had a guy who you didn't land a single strike on, who came out and just fucking absolutely embarrassed you. It's like the thing. You retire it's like a, in a courtroom drama. You know when like the lawyer will say something he's not supposed to say to the jury, and then the judge is like, "Strike that from the record, jury." You know, you're like, but we all just heard him say that. You know, it's like one of those things where you're like, "Okay, yeah. this is supposed to not count because you took such a tough of fight on, 20, yeah, yeah. on less than 24 hour notice." But it's kind of just hard to be like, "I mean, we, we all saw that yeah. happen to you." Like, it's like your ex husband played, played the audio of his wife getting fucked by her uh, by the other guy <laughs> in court. It's like it's not admissible, but we all just heard it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like. <laughs> Like, it's going to be really tough to pretend we didn't see that. Like, if you if he had come out, by the way, and just given him a good fight, he's the winner in everybody's minds. Yeah. But you can't not land a single punch and just yeah. get ragdolled without it kind of being like, eh, that's not great. Then he retired on social media. And he said, by the way, that it was a real retirement. He said that he was like, because he was sick of the UFC giving certain guys favorable matchups. And he was like, I was actually serious in the moment. You know, might have been dramatic, I guess. But, um, you know, that little short retirement, he said he wasn't, like, trolling. He actually was pissed off and wanted to leave the UFC. Well, he came back. He got a big fight. He got, uh, you know, his next fight they gave him. Main event. A fucking main event against a big name in Wonderboy Thompson, who's fought for a title multiple times mm-hmm. and shit. It's just Stephen Thompson, even at this point in his was career. Was this fight at 185 tough. or 170? This, I believe, is a 170. Yeah, it was 170. 170, okay. Yeah. Stephen Thompson's always one. No, I know he is. I just was wondering yeah. if maybe Stephen move up to one eighty five for for this fight. Right. Yeah. Um, no, Kevin Holland also didn't fight at one eighty five. His last fight, he was fighting yeah. a catchweight fight. Catch you know? But you I th- know. I think he he has fought at one eighty five yeah. several times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, that was a card. Card was great. Um, it was exciting. Anything else stand out to you? Um, uh, Roman Dazdi. Oh, how do you say his last name? Dal Dalids beat J- uh, Jack Hermanson. Oh yeah, that a was a, a huge win for him. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, I, I don't know. Other than that, Eric Andres, uh, Anders, um, Phil Rowe, you know, all had great performances. Eric Andre was on that show? Yeah, Eric, Eric Andre, Andre was hilarious. <laughs> Came out there, shot the other fighter. All right, Dave, let's take a quick moment and thank YoKratom.com for supporting today's show. YoKratom.com is home of the $60 kilo, so if you guys are in the market for Kratom and you're over the age of 21 years old, you got to get it from YoKratom.com. If you are a fan of Kratom, there is no better deal in Kratom. There's no better Kratom, and of course, this is the company run by really great guys who who make this whole network, our festival, our podcasts possible. Please go support them, YoKratom.com. All right, where were we? Uh, let's see. Let's talk about, uh, what's some big news, Vic? I think this, this betting scandal is kind of interesting. 
it's really interesting because it's apparently turned into something. And uh, James Krause now, who uh, I believe he coaches uh, Marais, right? No, not Marais. What's his, the, the guy that's going to, you know, they're going to have their quadrilogy or whatever. What's, what's, uh, yeah, it's what's uh, that weight class? Bre- Brandon Moreno. Brandon Moreno. Moreno. I got it mixed up with somebody else. But anyway, um, he's so he's suspended basically. That there anybody that's involved with him can't fight right now if you're in the UFC because uh they're investigating this shady thing. They think that he's the obviously they think he's the guy that is behind this manipulation. And uh they're vetting that they're currently vetting it right now. They let go of Minner, his um his fighter who was the one that went down in the first round at that fight card. Right. And we were talking about that, right? There was like a, they, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where there yeah. was, uh, it was like questionable. Um, so what was there? A bunch of money like flowed in, in uh, one direction. Yeah. A bunch of money changed, right? Or I guess the, the line changed very dramatically, it very from, quickly. It went from uh minus tw- two twenty to minus four twenty within an hour with a number of bets. With, yeah. Uh, and so I apparently think. what I read was that, um, the the rumor is that James Krause was in like either like a subreddit or um uh what do they call Discord. it a Discord and was like yeah my fighter's injured don't bet on him or something like that right which is essentially saying bet on the other fighter right um and I don't know this is all hearsay I, I literally have no idea how much of this is true could be somebody saying that it is him right because Discord I I went to my own Discord there's just a dude who's pretending to be me. <laughs> it's just the, people are interact with him daily and they have conversations <laughs> and it's just some dude really yeah, dude. Funny. well it's not like he doesn't talk about betting he's been on espn talking about betting he talks he about said, he bets on his I'm own fighters right well be, th- li- this is a thing in mma that is pretty normal people bet and they bet on themselves and a lot of people talk about that fighters for years have been talking about it. it's like oh you know i've made you know a couple hundred thousand dollars and then i put another couple hundred thousand dollars on myself because i knew i was going to win there are other sports like baseball, for example, where it's illegal to, or not illegal, but it's their rules. You cannot bet. You'll get kicked out of the major leagues yeah. if you bet. Well, I and think even did, did, on did yourself, the, I think right now the UFC they're they're implementing something like that. They're well, saying maybe. you can't bet on yourselves, right? So the the logic. Could, do you have an answer for that? Yeah. So it's the you know the result is pending, but what they're saying is that he might get the ban hammer. And again, like him. Well, no, but he, this is dip, this this is a whole different question. See, so the theory in baseball that they've had for a long time is that you can't even bet on yourself to win because the concern is that if you get into gambling, you could lose a lot of money, and then there's always a really easy way to win all your money back, mm-hmm. which is to fucking take a dive and bet yeah. against yourself. Pete, and so this Pete is Rose. the concern, right? So this now Pete Rose. For the longest time, he got kicked out. He's the all-time leader in hits and wasn't in the Hall of Fame and got completely kicked out of baseball. And he always maintained for a lot that he didn't do it. He finally admitted he did it, but still maintained he only bet on himself to win. Yeah. Like He's like, I wasn't throwing games. Um, and he was really good. So he's probably telling the truth on that. But even that's not allowed. It's a weird thing in MMA when you're like, if you're getting guys into betting, and then the obviously the implication here is, or at least the concern for the investigation, it's not just that you had inside information and were telling people to bet. It's that, look, if everyone you know is getting rich off you losing a fight, it's only one step away from going, maybe you just fucking fall down when he hits you. Yeah. And we all fucking get rich of off course. this. You know what I mean? And if that's happening, that's a really big problem well, for the sport. It, it probably happens a decent amount. Not a wild amount, right? But if you're some fucking journeyman, right? And you're like, 
you know, you're like, dude, I'm never going to be champion. Another loss means nothing. And now you're, I'm, like, I'm probably going to lose this fight anyway. Like I might as well just ensure. Yeah, this, it. Well, this. Well, no. Let's see. You're going up against a guy who's like a massive underdog. There's a massive payday available for you. Whatever it is, whatever the parameters are. I could. Why not, dude? Just like literally, all you got to do is drop your hand a little bit and take the shot. Take shots, there's nothing to even fake, fake shots it. All you day. take shots all fucking day, dude. Getting knocked out is really not a big deal to a fighter. Just not a big deal. Um, so I believe it probably happens. Um, I don't know. What's going on here? But the UFC, I've never seen the UFC come down on a gym like this. They're banning all of his fighters. That seems harsh. That's crazy. Well, I think they're trying to fucking smoke out the rat right now. They're trying to smoke out the mole, right? And they're integrity. They're, you got to protect it. And they also have to have an extreme reaction to show, like, hey, this isn't happening at well, all. For the sport. betting lines to change that drastically, it's also not just like some people bet this way. It's like, I'd imagine it would have had to be like big, big money. To change the betting lines that drastically. Yeah. So this isn't just someone did it. It might be like, oh, a lot of people fucking. Well, if he's in the Discord, you know, and saying, oh, yeah, my fighter's injured, right? Like, in that moment, I mean, it's like inside information. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, in my mind, I'm going like, I know fighters. I can find out if somebody's injured. Is that is that... Is that like insider trading or like, you know, the betting version of insider trading? Should I not be able to know that? If I, um, there's that scene in the movie Casino, right? Where um, the main character, uh, what's his name? De Niro? Yeah, De Niro's character, R Rosenberg or whatever, he's Jewish. Mm -hmm. um, the whole thing. Coolest Jew in the history the of whole, uh, The whole thing is that he studies the players. He knows who's injured. He knows, like, this is how he made like his first fortune and became known as, like, a gambling guy. It's because he knew, he would study the players. He would find out who's cheating on their wife, who's having marital issues, and then he would use that to gamble later on. I almost feel like that's just all fair game. If you could find out somebody's injured. Yeah. Someone disrespects you, then my short friend stabs <laughs> him to death with a pen at the bar. It's like, that's life. Don't talk shit to me. <laughs> By the way, his name was Sam Ace, Ace Rothstein. Sam Man, Ace You Rothstein. really are my Joe Pesci. Yeah. Lewis just, I don't know, Lewis would just go fucking nuts. Here, I'd be trying well, to talk to the guy, and Lewis would just flip out. And I just want to explain that Pete Rose is basically the Lewis of baseball in the 70s and 80s. He had a bad fashion sense. He was getting those hits, but he was always making questionable decisions and uh, fighting with umpires. My fashion sense is fucking unmatched. Hey, you should be in the Hall of Fame, bro. It's wrong. I'm, what they I'm, did I'm a future. I'm a future New York Comedy Hall of Famer. Hell yeah, you are. Don't you worry about that, baby boy. Uh, should fighters be able to bet on themselves? Obviously not against themselves. Massive conflict of interest. Should they be able to bet on themselves? I have no problem with it. Yeah, no problem with it. I tell you, I I don't want to ban it because I I like the idea of fighters betting on themselves. I think there's something cool to the idea that like if you really believe in yourself, you can double up your salary or double up whatever, you know, make like there's a much higher ceiling on how much money you can make on yourself. I do think there is some point to the baseball position, which is like you let people gamble on the sport, you know, it's it's a slippery slope, but I wouldn't want to see that banned. I, I like the idea that fighters can bet on themselves. It was okay in Dodgeball, remember that? The movie Dodgeball or, or the game? I just remember the, if you could the do movie you dodgeball could, and the game. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's all I remember. Yeah, and he didn't dodge the wrench. No. He got hit by the wrench. 
All right. Yeah. I'm not going to explain well. the plot to dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, if you could just cliff notes dodgeball for us real quick. Uh, let's see. Bye-bye. Yeah, Minner was released. There's really not much else to the story. I guess we're, you know, jury's still out on what's going to happen, but that is fucking wild, dude. I, I mean, if your entire life, James Krause, uh, I mean, he is a uh, a longtime UFC vet. He doesn't, he doesn't fight anymore, I'm assuming. Yeah, he, he does uh, like a podcast and he's pretty active within the. Was he on our show before? I don't think so. so. This show? Maybe. Uh, Regardless. But was he he no longer fighting is what I'm asking. Please answer the question. He's retired. He's retired. Thank you. Um, But your entire thing is you're you're coaching fighters. You are an authority on fighting. Your whole world, I don't know how old he is, but my assumption is 30 some odd years of his life has been fighting. You get to the point where you are cornering guys, coaching guys in the UFC. You have a popular gym. We have popular fighters. UFC title holders, UFC title contenders, your entire world, everything is right here. And now you go and fucking throw it all away. I'd, I, I would love to give him the benefit of the doubt. I will say. May, hopefully this yes. was a dumb mistake and, he, and it can be explained and you can go, hey, dude, I just fucked up. I'm an idiot. Um, but if it was, you know, for if it was for the sake of cheating and if it was for the sake of fucking trying to get his friends paid, I mean, there's nothing else you could do. Well, look, there's like levels here of like how bad was this really? It seems like it, assuming that it was actually him who said this on a discord or whatever, then there's one level where it was like, OK, the best interpretation of that is he was just trying to help his friends from betting, thinking this guy was 100 percent when he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to save them money. The worst or, or the, then after that, it would be like. Oh, he was trying to encourage people to bet against his guy to make money. And then the worst of all of it is like that the guy actually like fucking threw the fight because so many. So it's it's hard to say which one of those it is. Hopefully they figure that out. I do think while I agree with you, I hope the UFC doesn't make a rule. I hope fighters are allowed to bet on themselves. I like gyms being allowed to bet on their fighters. I think it's almost like an honor code thing. We're all assuming you're betting on your fighters and not against your own fighters, right? But you kind of probably shouldn't make well, announcements it, about injuries. I, I think it should be you know? very it's, – it's extremely unethical, and I think it should be illegal to bet against your own fighter. Yes, yeah. Because – Well, it's a conflict so, of interest. Just look. It's like a doctor working for a virus. Yeah, I can, I can just corner him wrong. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like there, there's – it's it's – it's just completely you, you can't do it. But betting for there's not. Were you going to trade him harder? I mean, there, who, there's no downside. Well, that's kind to of it. A, that's the best part about it. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you're just you're, you believe that much yeah. in what you're doing. That's awesome. Um, what's it called? Also, Nate Diaz, I guess, officially free agent, right? Now, um, oh man, he's just going to start randomly slapping people. Jake Paul doesn't have to worry about a job. Jake Paul fucking uh, was like straight up the, the deal's on the table. Come take it, Nate, and. I mean, we'll see what happens there. And I guess Jake Paul's also, he's he's not beefing with Patty Pimblett, but he told Patty Pimblett he'd pay him a million dollars if he beats him in sparring. Just come spar. Yeah, that's that one doesn't make <laughs> as much sense. Uh, the thing about Jake Paul and Nate Diaz is that, as we've all said before, when there's just a huge amount of money to be made, there's always a pretty good chance that that ends up yeah. happening. And there's just that's a big money fight, man. That's I think for both short of Connor, for Nate Diaz, that's the biggest money fight right now. And for Jake Paul, I uh, 
you know, short, short of, of Connor, some, short of Connor, short of Connor, or some huge boxer, which I don't think he would want to do right now. I don't think he's ready for that. Um, he, this would probably be the fight. And even though Anderson Silva, you know, in many ways, you know, Anderson Silva obviously had a more like storied UFC career, but he's older and he's not as famous as Nate Diaz. Oh, yeah. So there's at least a question mark there over whether it's, you know what I mean, like a step up I or think a step after down. watching what happened with Anderson and Jake, well, I, would have a, I would have a hard time betting on Nate Diaz. I just, I'll have an easy time betting on Nate okay, Diaz. I'll bet, it's Nate I'll, Diaz. I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you whatever odds you want. Okay, 1,000 to 1. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I bet you $10,000. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, it's, it would, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I, I do. I, I'm, it's my guilty pleasure following the Jake Paul drama as it unfolds every single week on the internet. Um, Conor McGregor settles a lawsuit with Michael Chiesa. This is, remember, uh, this is when Conor threw oh, the dolly. Yeah through the window and the the glass shards like got in Kiesa's face and eyes and um I, guess I don't know if it did it get in his eyes multiple multiple lacerations on his face and forced Maverick to withdraw from his schedule well he had to yeah minutes. he had to pull out of a fight which I think they later rescheduled the fight but still. on Friday attorneys from McGregor and Kiesa filed a stipulation of discontinuance with prejudice meaning that the lawsuit will be thrown out and cannot be refiled at a later date um, one person close to the lawsuit confirmed that a settlement was, in fact, of course. It's unknown how much McGregor had to cough up, but it's likely a substantial giving Kiesa's injuries and subsequent removal from UFC 223's card. Uh, yeah, look, Connor has so much fucking money. It's almost like when Jake Paul says, I'll give Patty Pimblett a million dollars to come and spar. He will make more money on the YouTube video <laughs> that he puts out, right? From fucking. Or at least close. It's not that big. He of probably a won't loss. make a million, but he'll throw a couple sponsors on the fucking video. People won't want. I mean, that'll be a uh, millions and millions and millions and millions of people will view that. So, I mean, no, probably he won't make a million dollars, but it is not a million dollar net loss, right? It right. is like it, there's value in having. Sparring footage of you beating Patty Pimblett—that's extremely worth more than a million dollars to the career and the overall, you know, aura and the thing that is Jake Jake Paul. So it's not, and you know, and I to be honest with you, I think Patty would lose that sparring match pretty badly. Patty Patty's a you know a a really good, fun striker, unique, creative striker, but he's a grappler. Right, he's a grappler. None of that shit really works in boxing. It's not going to. Which is like, you know, it's just the truth is in boxing. You know, it's like in MMA things are just different, and you're like. Oh, you see all of these different styles of striking in MMA. You know, you see like this, these like uh, Muay Thai, you know, kickboxers. You see someone like um, like Wonderboy Thompson. You see all this. You see people even doing like crazy shit, you know, Capoeira shit sometimes in MMA. There's a reason why in boxing, all you see is people boxing. Mm-hmm. Because like when you put on big gloves and you're only allowed to punch, that's what works. Yeah. None of this other shit fucking works. And so a guy like Patty Pimblett, who's got kind of this crazy unorthodox striking style, he's not going to do well box sparring a guy who just boxes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the legal, I, I'm I'm 99% positive you can't throw a spinning back fist no, in boxing, right? I'm 99% positive that you can't throw a hammer fist. Uh, like, like if you're fighting, you can't do this and strike somebody on the face. I think you'll actually get a point deducted. Definitely not a back fist. You can't back fist. Yeah. I don't know about the side fist. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. I think yeah. there's like very specific rules. I'm, I'm actually just taking this because I watched a bare knuckle boxing match the other day. Just like an old one. Like, um, and they were just like, the ref kept on stopping. It was Joe, Joe Diesel Riggs's bare knuckle debut. 
against this other English dude. It was actually a really entertaining fight. And uh, the ref kept on stopping it because Joe, I mean, Joe Diesel also like shot in for a double leg. <laughs> like he was, really? dude, he went straight into like MMA, like, <laughs> you know, muscle memory. Like, but then he was like doing like shit like he was throwing like back fists and the ref's like, no, you can't fucking throw a back fist. It was shit like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think Jake Paul would actually slaughter Patty Pimblett and, you know, but no, look, look if, Nate uh, Diaz and Anderson Silva have more compelling matchups because those guys actually like box a little bit. You know what I mean? So like that's. But uh, I, I haven't really ever seen Patty Pimblett like really boxing in, mm. in MMA. I, I mean, who knows? But yeah, probably it wouldn't go good for him. No, not good at all. A uh, lot of people don't know this, but you can go for a single leg in boxing. You can do. <laughs> it's a not a fact, leg. but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, there's you know a lot of body locks, a lot of uh, a lot of throws, um, belly to belly. All right, let's see. This last story, before we do Vic's Triangle Truth, what is this Mighty Mouse story? Mighty Mouse, the headline, one's U.S. debut. Demetrius Johnson and Adriano Marias are getting another chance to settle the score. This is the rubber match for those guys? Uh, yep. Yeah. Sorry. Demetrius Johnson just knocked him out. The beautiful knockout uh, was a few a couple months ago. In August. In August. All right, good for fucking, good for them. Good for 1FC. It's now the most it's the most compelling fight to me in one FC. This is the yeah. the guy who beat Demetrius Johnson and then Demetrius avenged the loss. I'm I'm actually interested to see this fight. Yeah, how interested, Dave? I'll watch it online <laughs> after it happens. Yes. If you find out it's good. Yeah, pretty much. No, but I I am a Mighty Mouse fan and always have been. All right, real quick, Dave, we must thank one of our incredible sponsors, which is Chalk. That's C-H-O-Q. Let me tell you something, guys. If you guys are uh, working out, you should be taking some supplements, and it'll make you feel so much better if you are. If you guys, you might be eating well, you might be training hard, you might be in the best shape, and you don't see the need for supplements. Unfortunately, these winter months tend to be more taxing, and you need to take every edge that you can get, and you got to try Chalk's testosterone their fucking testosterone is absolutely incredible the cleanest research-based testosterone booster available in the world you really got to check it out yeah if you want one supplement that will make you immediately tougher than lewis j gomez come on it's chalk no way c-h-o-q chalk tougher than lewis day one (laughs) Look, they use full disclosure labeling. They tell you the exact amount of each ingredient, and they never use proprietary blends, quote-unquote, which is all fucking shady talk, in my opinion. Just go right now to chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com, and while you're at it, use the promo code YOMMA when you check out for 35% off your entire order. This is a great deal for the new year. Start your new year off right. Go to chalk.com. Use that promo code YOMMA for 35% off your entire order. All right, where were we? Um, before we do our Triangle of Truth, let's do plugs real quick. Uh, Dave, what's plugging? Well, me and you will be uh, celebrating New Year's Eve in Los Angeles, California. Me and Luis J. Gomez make our return to the New Year's Eve uh, show at the Comedy Store. Come on out for that. We got a great show. A bunch of hilarious comedians are going to be there. Who's on the show, Luis? We got Zach Amico, Colin Terrell. Karen Feehan and Crack Amico, special musical guest Crack Amico. That's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come celebrate New Year's with us. The show is almost sold out. So go grab tickets immediately if you want to come out for that one. Um, and yeah, I got a I got a full calendar coming up in 2023. So I'm going to be coming to a, a city near you, ComicDaveSmith.com. Part of the problem, of course, right here. Big announcement for the future of part of the problem. 
coming up very soon. Stay tuned for that. December 16th, 17th, I'll be in Toronto with Aaron Berg, the Offend Everyone Tour, the New Year's Eve with Dave Smith in Los Angeles at the Comedy Store. January 5th through 7th, I'll be at the DC Comedy Loft, Washington, DC. Uh, I'll be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona on the January 12th through 15th. The next weekend, Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, then Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. And then after that, I know I just updated the website, uh, the St. Louis Funny Bone, February 2nd through 4th. Lots of other dates coming up, including uh, San Diego, Houston, and uh, a bunch of other cities. So go to lewisofskanks.com. Make sure you subscribe to GuestDigitalNetwork.com. If you love this show, you can get the entire on library, all ad-free, uncensored, and in one place. Use the promo code YOMMA. Get a seven-day free trial. Get instant access to the on-demand library. Brand new website launching. Brand new app launching in the first few months of the new year. Um, so you guys are going to have a lot of fun ways to consume gas digital content in the way in all the all the ways that you're used to doing it with all the other real companies, <laughs> not just a website. Uh, yeah. And uh, but, 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 but yeah, once again, December 12th, Skankfest tickets. If you guys want to be a part of Skankfest, the return to Las Vegas Skankfest, uh, December 12th, we will be selling tickets at 1 p.m. Eastern pre-sale for a discount that gets you access to the Thursday night kickoff party as well. So make sure you grab those tickets. They sold out in two minutes last year. I think we're going to probably break that record this year. The amount of buzz is deafening. Uh, Victor, are we going to the triangle? We're in the triangle. Vic? Um, Victor, we're going to need you for this part. Wow. I'm here. That was my fault. I was giving a big rant and I had myself on keys. That's okay. I can't I couldn't see it. I messed it up myself. <laughs> I want you guys to know that a triangle changes a man. And that's what happens when you can't see the triangle. People can dance in a square and they could be in an oval and call it a ballroom. But you cannot dance in a triangle, my friends. It is the most unforgiving shape of there out there. Okay. So, uh, what do you got, first? <laughs> first thing here, <laughs> I botched it all up. Coop, this is on me. Don't yell at Coop, okay? Uh, Nate Diaz was given the key to the city of Stockton, California. Roll I... the tape. Whoa. The big deal. That's the tape. <laughs> There's the picture. <laughs> and we're rolling it. Uh, but anyway, would you guys give our? Would you guys give the key to the city? Would you to a UFC fighter like Nate? Like Nate? I'm not like giving the Diaz brothers the key to anything. They're gonna sell it to their hoodlum friends. <laughs> well, I mean, who has put Stockton on the map more than the Diaz brothers? It's literally them. Who are other famous people from Stockton? Please tell me. I don't even know. I don't know. John There's Stockton. Nobody else famous. John Stockton. I'm surprised you know who That's that is. Right. Yeah, dude, John Stockton <laughs> from the Chicago Bulls. Ah, uh, he really should have just the Knicks. Uh, he said it with confidence. The Knicks. No. The Lakers. No. The Clippers. Still no. He's not going to get it. I don't Dave. know that just I can name another team. Utah Jazz. The Wolverines. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you the answer, and you're still saying wrong answers. The Cyclopses. Yeah. Not a team. The Storms. These are X-Men. Well, cool. <laughs> I think the Storms might be a WNBA These team. are all X-Men. Sorry, guys. I get confused. <laughs> the Magnetos. They gave him the key to the city. He didn't drop any F-bombs, though. Okay. All right, um, good for him. All right, guys, if you can get this video ready, by the way, this is a guy that we've been rooting for. 
um, because, of course, he's been through a lot. Cain uh, Velasquez made his wrestling return. Go ahead. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God! It's the guy who raped <laughs> Kane's niece. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, he's got the kid. He's got the kid. Oh, no. Stone Cold. <laughs> Why didn't they work that into the angle? That would have been a great angle. Anyway, it was for Lucha Libre AAA out of Mexico. They had an event in Phoenix, uh, Tempe, actually, and. Uh, so Kane's out there making some money because, of course, we know he hasn't made money all year because he's been locked up. He's probably been spending quite a bit of it. Yeah. Right. And, it's and, really, really yeah, sad, so this is This is a good story. And, yeah. uh, and here's a story. I wanted to, us to get into this because uh, this was somebody I always enjoyed watching him fight. But Brandon Vera, and we could, um, oh, he yeah. was fighting this weekend. He's 45 years old. Go. Oh, so this is his last. He, he fought a guy named Allahu. The fight. He fought a guy named Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Amir Ali Akbari. Do you? God like, bless you. Do you remember? There was a time like what a um, prospect Brandon Vera was, and how good people thought he was going. He was going to be the dude. Yeah, yeah. So he was. He came along three fight win streak. I think in his UFC, like his yes. heavyweight UFC debut. That's right. But he and he beat Frank Mir, who at the time was the former yeah. champion. But Frank had just had come back. It was his first fight back. Accident, I think you know. Yeah. Um, but or one of his first fights back. But uh, but Brandon Vera came along at that time in MMA. He was a guy, he was a uh, very high-level wrestler. He had, like, trained with the Olympic team. Never made the Olympics, but was, like, in that, like, kind of echelon of wrestling. And he was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, either brown belt or black belt. And then he was, like, training with Dick du uh, Duke Rufus and mm -hmm. was, like, a crazy good kickboxer. And it was kind of like, people were like, there is no one like that. There's yeah. no one who's, like, like... A a high-level jiu-jitsu wrestler and kickboxer. And they were like, this guy's just going to be, like, incredible. And he went on a little bit of a run, but it just kind of, like, never never quite went yeah, where never materialized. But, I mean, a, you know, a, a, very good a legend in his own right, you know. Had a very good career, well, had a lot of big fights. 16-10 and 10 record, 4-3-1. and three and one. He actually won his first four bouts, won the one heavyweight championship, then lost three in a row. And he also won the WEC Heavyweight Grand Prix Championship in like mm. 04, 05. Well, okay. So, I yeah, just remember but, uh, there was so much hype about him when he was first in the UFC. Hats off to Brendan Vera, especially after beating Mir, which was a little bit of a um, smoking mirror-y type way to debut. But, um, but um, smoking mirror uh, yeah. Frank Mir. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, no, it was a joke. that's why I was laughing. Yeah, right. so, yeah. so you told the joke, and then when I laughed, you went, what? Oh, I don't think you got it. Of course I got it. <laughs> You were just you were just that prepared for no one to laugh. At I your tell joke. bad jokes sometimes. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. We gotta wrap this one. Shout out to yourcreatum.com for supporting today's show. Um, support them and everything they do. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode of your favorite MMA podcast. Have yourselves a great week. And thank you for my presence.
Yo MMA Rap with Chris J. Gomez and Dave Smith. Yo, yo, yo.